Welcome to the Priory Church of St. Bartholomew the Great and to this service of Choral Evensong. It's wonderful that we're able to broadcast this out to you um, today, and I'm delighted that you're able to join us wherever you are in the world over the course of this Evensong, if you feel that you would like to support us in keeping these services going um, and in our broadcasting of them then I invite you to tap on the PayPal link that's at the bottom of uh, the YouTube and Facebook posts and to consider just a little boost to, uh, to what we're doing here so that we can keep this wonderful and ancient service going. And now I invite you to a few moments of prayer before the service starts. Thank you. 
strive not the death of sin, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and have given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people being penitent the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all them that truly repent, and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our life, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, now and
Here beginneth the 21st verse of the 12th chapter of the book of the prophet Ezekiel. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, what is that proverb that ye have in the land of Israel, saying, The days are prolonged, and every vision will fall? Tell them therefore, thus saith the Lord, I will make this proverb to cease, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say unto them, The days are at hand, and the effect of every vision. For there shall be no more any vain vision nor flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. It shall be no more prolonged, for in your days, O rebellious house, will I say the word, and will perform it, saith the Lord God. Again the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, behold, they of the house of Israel said, The vision that he seeth is for many days to come, and he prophesieth of the times that are far off. Therefore say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, There shall none of my words be prolonged any more, but the word which I have spoken shall be done, saith the Lord God. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy. And say thou unto them that prophesy out of their own hearts, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit, and have seen nothing. O Israel, thy prophets are like the foxes in the desert. Ye have not gone up into the gaps, neither made up the hedge for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. They have seen vanity and lying divinations, saying, The Lord saith, and the Lord hath not sent them. And they have made others to hope they would confirm the word. Have ye not seen a vain vision, and have ye not spoken a lying divination, whereas ye say, The Lord saith it, albeit I have not spoken? Therefore thus saith, the Lord God, because ye have spoken vanity and seen lies, therefore behold, I am against you, saith the Lord God, and my hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and that divine lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people, neither shall they be written in the writing of the house of Israel, neither shall they enter into the land of Israel, and ye shall know that I am the Lord God. Because, even because they have seduced my people, saying, Peace, and there was no peace. And one built up a wall, and lo, others daubed it with untempered mortar. Say unto them, which daubed it with untempered mortar, that it shall fall. There shall be an overflowing shower, and ye, O great hailstones, shall fall, and a stormy wind shall rend it. Lo, when the wall is fallen, shall it not be said unto you, where is the daubing wherewith you have daubed it? Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I will even rend it with a stormy wind in my fury, and there shall be an overflowing shower in my anger, and great hailstones in my fury to consume. So will I break down the wall that ye have daubed with untempered mortar, and bring it down to the ground, so that the foundation thereof shall be discovered, and it shall fall and ye shall be consumed in the midst thereof, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Thus will I accomplish my wrath upon the wall, and upon them that have dogged it with untempered mortar, 
and will say unto you, The wall is no more, neither they that domest it, to wit the prophets of Israel, which prophesied concerning Jerusalem, and which see visions of peace for her, and there is no peace, saith the Lord God. Here ended the first lesson. Said unto them, 
Unto what then were ye baptised? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptised with baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptised in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. And he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. But when Dias were hardened and believed not, but spake evil of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannus. And this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of one, Sceva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, and overcame them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house, naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus, and fear fell on them all, and the name of the Lord was magnified. And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. And many of them also which used curious arts brought their books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them, and found it fifty thousand pieces of silver. So mightily grew the word of God, and prevailed. Here endeth the second lesson.
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, Father, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From heaven he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of all, and the life of the last.
this night, that we fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises. Through the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord.
Grant us, O Lord, to love thee with all our heart, with all our mind and soul and strength, and our labour for thy sake. That the grace of Christ-like love may dwell in us, and all hatred, envy and malice may die in us, to the glory of thy name. Amen. Watch thou, dear Lord, with those who wake, or watch, or weep tonight, and give thine angels charge over those who sleep. Tend thy sick ones, O Lord Christ, rest thy weary ones, bless thy dying ones, soothe thy suffering ones, pity thy afflicted all for thy love's sake. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. The choir sing the anthem, The Lord is my Shepherd, by Charles Villiers Stafford.
Tonight you may have been expecting to see standing here our new hospitaller, Father Jonathan Livingstone. Unfortunately he is having to self-isolate at home until the 13th of September. And I'm standing in for him and as I have not, I'm sorry to say, had time to prepare a sermon for tonight, I'm going to read a passage from one of the Church Fathers, St Andrew of Crete, who became Archbishop of Gortina in about the year 692. This coming Tuesday is the feast day of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. This festival, in honour of the birth of the Mother of our Lord, is celebrated on this day in both the Eastern and the Western Churches, falling just nine months after the Feast of the Conception of Mary, the feast stands on the boundary between the Old and the New Covenants and ushers in the dispensation of grace. Today, or rather Tuesday, with our celebration of the birth of Mary, a shrine is built for the creator of the universe. And so this is a reading from a homily of St. Andrew of Crete. The Lord has achieved its goal with Christ who leads us away from the letter of the law, so as to bring us to the Spirit. The law is fulfilled because the lawgiver himself has brought it to completion, transforming in his own person the letter into the Spirit, summing up all things in himself and living the law of love. He has made law subject to love, and brought love and law into harmony. He has not fused the particular qualities of each, but in a wonderful way has lightened and set on a new foundation what beforehand was experienced by us as burdensome, servile and oppressive. For as the Apostle Paul says, we are no longer to be enslaved by the elemental spirits of the world or to be trapped in the yoke of slavery to the letter of the law. This is the summary of the benefits that Christ has secured for us. In Christ, the mystery is unveiled. Nature is made new, divine and human, and the deification of our human nature is assumed by God. But so radiant, so glorious, a visitation of God among mortals required some prelude of joy to introduce to us the great gift of salvation. Today's feast, celebrating the birth of the God-bearer, is that prelude, and the final act is the destined union between the Word and human nature. Today a virgin is born, suckled and nurtured, and is being made ready to be the God-bearer, the King of all. With justification we should celebrate the mystery of this day, for if we do our gain will be twofold. We shall be led towards the truth, and we shall be led away from a life of slavery to the letter of the law. How can this be? In the same way that the shadow gives way to the presence of the light, grace introduces freedom 
in place of the letter of the law. Today's feast stands on the boundary between these two dispensations. It joins us to the truth instead of to signs and figures, and it ushers in the new in place of the old. Let the whole creation therefore sing praise and dance and unite in celebrating the glories of this day. Today, let there be one common feast for all in heaven and earth. Let everything that is, in and above the earth, join together in rejoicing. For today, a shrine is built for the creator of the universe. The creature is newly ready as a divine dweller for the creator. We're very glad to be back at St Bartholomew the Great, both in the morning and now also for Evensong, and to be able to broadcast our service to you. We are in a difficult financial position here because we have lost a lot of income in the last few months, and we rely very much on your generosity. Please do donate and help us to keep our church open for worship and also continue to support our choir. Please do give generously. peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always.